Hello and welcome to Ad Hoc News as we see it, the current affairs news forecast that takes this week's top story and adds an international twist. Each episode we will be joined by a surprise guest to give us their country's unique perspective of the, on the UK's news. I'm your presenter, Charlotte Scar, and this week we are joined by my fabulous guest, Julie Eslan. Thank you, Charlotte. So Julie, can you introduce yourself? Hey everyone, I'm Julie. Um, so I am Parisian, I've uh, studied in the UK for four years, so I have now a pretty good understanding of two cultures, the French one and the British one, as well as uh, pretty good knowledge of the media landscapes in the two countries. This week, our news story will be Parliament's tumultuous Tuesday, which was characterised by two votes. One, which was when the withdrawal agreement bill was passed, and the second was when Parliament voted against a fast track of this, which probably prevents us from leaving the EU by the 31st of October. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise. So, Julie, can you tell us how, how did the French media portray this, this big dramatic event? So I think almost all French media were just portraying it as the something that was not unpredictable. It seems that it's always the thing, the same thing. And there was this one newspaper that was saying that it seems like they were almost reaching the end point and it's as if MPs were chickening out and do not want to get it done. So they were actually quite pessimist, uh, pessimistic about it and saying it's never going to happen in the end. And I think they, they want it done. Like that, that was the main idea I got from the papers. They just do not get why it's not happening again. OK, do you think at this stage, I don't know, French politicians, do they, want, do they want Britain to leave the EU? Is that how they're feeling? Do they want Britain to remain? I mean... French um, French people in general and not politicians do not want the UK to leave mm-hmm. the EU. But I guess at that point, French politicians are just like, yeah, they should find a good deal and they should leave. Uh, Macron especially was like, he, he doesn't want to give them too much of, a, of an extension. He mm-hmm. just wants it done so that politicians, French politicians as well as EU politicians do not waste their time anymore trying to find a deal, trying to uh, tackle this process again and it's just, it seems very, yeah, it seems endless. So I think everyone is pretty much happy if it can get done in the end, which is very sad. Like four years ago, everyone was trying really hard to try and understand how they could remain, but now it's just taking too long and everyone is just, yeah, let's get it done, I guess. So Macron has said, well, obviously, the EU have been deciding how long or if they're going mm. to grant an extension. And Macron is probably the fiercest mm. advocate of the shortest possible yeah. extension. So do you think that's just because he wants this completely off the EU table? I think so. I think so. Um, as I was saying, I think politicians have just been talking too much over it and reaching dead ends every time. It's as if every time they are offering a suggestion, it's going to... And it's, yeah, as if every time there is a new offer on the table, it's never going to be passed in Parliament. So it feels it feels like people outside the UK are just powerless and cannot actually help the process to get done. So I, I actually feel why he would give such a short deadline. It's just, let's get it done for, for fuck's sake. So in the UK, this, this story on Wednesday morning made the, the headlines of 
think the Telegraph, uh, the Daily Mail, the Times, all of the main newspapers. And it was the top story of the day, quite obviously. Where is it playing in like France's newspapers at the moment? Is it kind of being pushed right to the back? Or are they thinking, actually, this is, this is important? Um, not pushed to the back, but pushed to the middle, maybe. <laughs> Hitting the middle. Maybe not to the, to the f- like, in terms of newspapers, it's never going to be on the front cover of the newspaper, mm-hmm. I guess. But it might be, yeah, I think it's just that if we had to, like, portray what's going on with the Brexit, there would be a big news every day, and it's just never reaching um, an end. Mm-hmm. So it's just, the cover is less and less important in France, in the media. It's just more and more, it's like, oh, yeah, but f- and it's never gonna, it's not going to happen this week, so we're going to have another story next week. And we just don't take it seriously anymore, I guess. That's quite interesting. I mean, following Brexit, even for someone who's British, there are so many twists and turns mm. within the week. You can't keep up to date with the story. Yeah. Is there a sense of people in France just getting bored, ignoring yeah. it? Absolutely. From being very overwhelmed with all the information to being very disillusioned. At some point, we don't even know if it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. But at this point, we just want it to get done, I guess. Mm -hmm. Even if the conditions are not the best, we just want people to stop overthinking about it. And yeah, I don't know. Do you think, so we've had a lot of kind of no deal planning for the worry that there's going to be lorries queuing up, both sides, Dover and Calais, just a complete administrative nightmare. For France, do they feel like, okay, we've dealt with this, we're prepared. If it goes wrong, we're going to be okay? I have no idea about that. The most worrying thing for French citizens, I guess, is those who are living in the UK mm-hmm. and who do not know what's going to happen. Um, I, I know we have to register, to register on uh, lists before mm-hmm. December to say that we are... Uh, residents in the UK but this is also very complicated and we do not know how urgent it is because is the Brexit going to happen soon or not should I worry about that so yeah for me that's the main so from your your perspective how has it been being an EU citizen in the UK how have you found it have you do you feel like if we leave are you prepared to stay in the UK are you are you now registered EU national in the UK how does it work like that I am still not registered, but I should, and it might not change a lot of things for me, but it's just administratively, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be, um, I actually don't know, to answer your question very mm-hmm. frankly, I don't know what's going to happen, it's very unclear, we, we, we have no guidelines whatsoever about what to do, and I got the information at school actually, like, uh, other internationals talking to me and be like, ah, have you registered? And I'm like, should I? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit confusing. I mean, that's crazy that there's being so long and there's still not yeah. some direct information. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And, and how many French citizens in London? There are it's, so the, it's the biggest community. Uh, the French community in London is the biggest. Community outside of France. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's insane. Yeah. Okay, so is there, has there been any interesting articles that you have read about this Brexit? So I was reading this article in... Um, so I was reading... I was looking at different papers um, because obviously they have like different editorial guidelines mm-hmm. and like different um, political stance. You know, like in France we have uh, very centrist um, newspapers as well as uh, more left wing or right wing. So I was really looking at them, at all of them, to see how if they would cover this news differently, and they're actually pretty much on the same line, on the same page about it, and there was. They're pretty harsh, actually, on both Boris Johnson and MPs. And they were saying that Boris Johnson's 
problem is that he's not listening to MPs and the problem with MPs is that they are kind of chickening out. They are not getting the bills, like they don't, yeah. They so from like a French perspective, they're thinking, okay, why why are they not voting for this? They've yeah. got a bill. Yeah. Why are they not yeah. just saying, okay, we might have a no-do exit. We've got this bill that we've agreed with. Why can they just not vote yeah. it through? Yeah, exactly. And they were saying it's it's very, sometimes they've, they've it's very contradictory. They vote for one thing and, and it's opposite. Yeah. And so French media are just a bit lost, I guess. Like they, and people in, in French people, they just don't get what's going on. And yeah, that idea that MPs are just chickening out and do not want actually to maybe leave the, the EU and yeah. I mean, it was a horrific U-turn from voting mm, mm. for something that was almost unachievable, we thought, weeks ago. Mm. We, you know, we didn't think a rehashed Theresa May's deal was going to pass. And then, you know, they voted against something which could pass it through. Um, I think actually, interestingly, in the in the UK newspapers, um, they had the similar thing, which they were, they were critical for the most part of Boris Johnson trying to get this through. But they were also looking at the MPs saying, OK, come on, mm-hmm. we're getting to this point. Yeah. You've got the whole of the British people just wanting... Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think mainly for the most part, wanting to just finish this. Exactly. Yeah. You know, remain and leave. It's you know, it's not as clear as that anymore. Mm-hmm. People just don't want Parliament to be debating over the same mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. How repetitive it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's quite an interesting thing that both countries are yeah. still absolutely. They still have a similar narrative going to them. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of French media, what what role do you think like French media plays in in the country? Is it is it something that people look to as as kind of like the authoritative figure, yeah. or or do they not really respect it and they think that it is quite politically, um, it has quite a political direction either to the left or the right? Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, French media always have like a political stance, mm-hmm. especially newspapers. And I'm talking here mainly about newspapers because I'm more knowledgeable about it. Mm-hmm. But they are very reliable. It's never going to be propaganda. So French media are very authoritative in that sense. Mm -hmm. And they're also targeting a very educated audience. So the news is definitely reliable, trustworthy. You know, they're very authoritative. I I, I mean, we have like three big main um, newspapers, uh, Le Monde, Le Figaro and Libération. And these are... The like really high quality uh, journalism. So, which one would be? What would you say? Like, would be their political allegiance for each of those papers? So, Le Monde is more left wing. Mm-hmm. He would be that would be the um, equivalent of the Guardian. Okay. For you guys, um, so it gives like the most detailed um, coverage of uh, world events and politics. So this one is like really good in my opinion. Le Figaro is the oldest newspaper in, Fran- in France, and this is very, this is conservative. So it would be, yeah, the equivalent of Daily Telegraph okay. for you. And then there is a Libération, uh, more centrist. And so, interestingly, all of those had this quite similar stance yeah. of what was happening in poli- yeah, British politics absolutely. at the moment. Yeah. If French people are getting their news, where, where are they most likely to look? Would they go to the newspapers? Would they go to television news where what is the most common form of media or um, news at the moment the most common most popular is probably um, f- like a uh, weirdly enough regional uh, newspapers okay. so in Brittany or in Alsace or like they have their own newspapers mm-hmm. and this is this sells a lot more than um, uh, national 
and otherwise we have many digital media, new ones like that you might know, uh, like Brut. So this is very new, and people might actually get their information, like the news from there. It's on Facebook, it's on uh, Instagram, it's uh, videos only, and I think mainly aimed at millennials. So people will get the information from, and it's, it's, it's good quality, like it's really good. Would you say that the newspapers in France are kind of becoming less and less popular? Um, not the regional ones, mm-hmm. for sure. They, they still sell a lot. And the three main authoritative uh, newspapers I talked about earlier, uh, these still sell quite well. But for sure, like people are more interested now in digital. And yeah. Do you think that the fact that a lot of French people are more interested in their regional news actually express what they are actually interested in. They're not really obsessed by what's happening in the French Parliament. They're more interested in what is in their area and what's going on like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, It's it's weird uh, going on... Like I have a cottage house in Brittany and it's weird going there and Mm -hmm. people might not be aware of what's going on uh, in the capital city in Paris or like more generally like globally and what's happening in the world. So these regional newspapers sell very well, but they might not be covering what's going on nationally, globally, and that's a problem as well. They're very like focused on regional issues, local issues. Yeah. So there are certain pockets of France that probably will either care very little of what's happening oh, in yeah, Paris. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Or just are just not really informed about it. For sure, and these people might also listen to radio, but not maybe. Maybe not local news, it could be music, um, could be, you know, comedy show, and yeah, they, they, they can be completely um, not listening to anything else. I mean, I would say with Brexit, I think that a lot of British people have now actually become a lot more engaged mm. in politics. Mm. We had a few weeks ago when there was record numbers watching BBC Parliament, mm, okay. which yeah. I just, I, I mean, I don't know, would, would that happen in France? Would the whole country turn around and start watching French politics? Uh, yeah, I think it will happen during election, election times mm-hmm. and when people are presenting their um, you know, programs and, and stuff, but otherwise not really. Or maybe during protests or when we had like the yellow vests um, mm-hmm. events, people might get interested, but otherwise, yeah, people generally do not care about everything. I think that definitely like in this in this period, we've kind of the UK has become completely obsessed by Brexit and we actually care so, well, not care so little, but are just so ill-educated against what is happening in Europe. Is there, would you say in France, when you're looking at the news, are you looking from a French perspective or are you looking from a European perspective? How does it, when, you know, when you're reading the papers, how, do, how does it work? Is it going to be France for the first few pages, then switch to Europe? What is roughly the setup? Yeah, I think, well, it depends. It depends the bigger the news and the more prominent it's going to be on the cover and inside the newspaper. But, for example, let's say Brexit happens on the 31st, it's definitely going to be on the cover. Mm-hmm. But if the event is bigger, it's, and it also depends on the media. I mean, if it's a, um, if it's a newspaper mainly f- interested in, like, French issues, yeah, they're not going to bother talking about other issues. So it really depends. The international news can be first or can be pushed to the to the back of the, yeah. There's no rule. There's actually mm-hmm. no rule. And it's also how I would choose my newspaper. I would always choose papers that f- focus on international news. 
In terms of the top three papers, so you've got Le Monde, mm -hmm. Figaro, and La Libération, would you say that those papers, they will actually look at international yeah. affairs? They won't limit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, these, yeah. these focus on international news. And, yeah. and in saying that, I mean, do you think that France looks more internationally than, for example, British media mm -hmm. would look? No, no. They, they don't focus a lot on internet. Like it's, when I say international news, it's going to be Brexit, it's going to be... Uh, Brussels, it's never going to be, like, it's rare that it's going to be a whole cover on Africa or on Asia, you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's never so international, it's very, yeah, which is a shame, and it, I think the, the same is happening in the UK, in the news, not everything is covered, we really focus on on certain areas, especially the north, some things are definitely missing in these newspapers. I, I really like, uh, I discovered this, um, channel uh, Al Jazeera mm -hmm. and I think we don't have the same in France okay. and it's a shame this is what I'm talking about like we're, la we're missing some important news about other continents and other parts of the world okay so you think there are still significant gaps oh definitely yeah definitely yeah how has it been so you've been in England for how many four years mm -hmm. how has it been riding this whole wave through Brexit how have you felt as an EU citizen um, I was in the UK when I heard um, of the referendum and people wanting to leave the U EU and I was really shocked as everyone else so mm -hmm. I was living with, with British people who were just so shocked and never thought that would happen so I was thinking with them of why it happened and it was really interesting and I think it was also a very good lesson for British people and maybe in the future they might think twice before actually voting. And I think for everyone it was a good lesson that a referendum is powerful, voting is powerful, and every time you cast a vote you actually should know what you're voting for. So yeah, for me it was also a very good lesson about what democracy is and yeah, what voting is and yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Um, I think, well, Brexit is definitely going to happen one day. Maybe I'm going to still be uh -huh. alive by then. <laughs> we shall see. But um, it might not happen. It, it, the, the deal that's going to be is might not please everyone. But, I, I mean, at this point, we can't please everyone. And that's also my point. Like, MPs might be too picky, maybe, or might be expecting too much of Brexit. Brexit was... Brexit is the vote of the people, and now that it's done, we can't reach a perfect solution. You see what yeah. I mean? I think they're they're being it's taking too long, so they're being too picky, and it it, it will happen, and yeah, it will not please everyone, and it's going to be controversial again, but yeah, it will happen. Uh, in a column in the or an analysis in the Independent, um, John Rental said, as a result, we will probably be out of the EU by Christmas. Okay. Do you think Christmas, or is that too uh, early? No, cr no, I think. Yeah, Christmas, it could happen before Christmas, yeah. Especially if Macron is uh, pressuring uh, the UK He's into... putting his... Yeah. Getting his baguette out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot conclude that. Let's say this dream world where... Or dream world, mm -hmm. I don't know, dystopian world, when the UK finally leaves mm -hmm. the EU. Is this going to be the moment when Marine Le Pen is going to think, Frexit, that's where we're going to um, go? Well... I mean, she, she already talked about it quite a lot when she was running for um, president. But 
yeah, yeah, she, she might campaign for it again and people might believe her and think, yeah, yeah, it's such a great idea. But I mean, there are so many people who do not take her seriously. It's not never gonna happen, I can tell you this. She, yeah. yeah, but she might, she might again, like raise this issue and why not fix it? But no, not gonna happen. I mean, no. we, we talked for a lot. We talked for a lot. Yeah. Okay, sh- should I end it? Yes, end it. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Ad Hoc News with my delightful guest, Julia Zahn. Goodbye. (laughs) And stay tuned for next time. If there is a next time, we're not sure. But thank you very much for listening.